Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Wrestling Wives. We are really excited today because we have another guest. I know. Guest episodes are so fun. I love having just like me and you like banter back and forth, but... I feel like bringing someone else in always gets like the shift off of us and then we get to learn about like somebody that we've never met before, talk about wrestling stuff. So today we have Kelly. Do you mind uh, introducing yourself first and last name and a little bit about yourself? Sure. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Kelly Catherman. Um, Gosh, I, well, I am a wrestling mom, a wrestling coach's wife, and also an author um, recently launched a book called I Really Want to Win by Rocky, with Rocky the Wrestling Dog back in December. And, um, you know, the whole theme is wrestling. So, yeah, that's kind of what I've been talking about lately. But we live and breathe wrestling in our house. I have uh, two boys um, that are, I have a junior and a seventh grader. So just this last year, we kind of um, graduated out of the youth wrestling scene. We had been in it for, gosh, almost 11 years now. And we're now completely kind of in the high school wrestling scene and kind of doing all of that. So it's um it's been a fun transition and we're finally kind of heading in the same direction rather than one here and one there and all over the place. But uh, yeah, so yeah, I have two boys. We keep up with everything. My husband is uh, very much involved in wrestling as well. He's uh, our youth club administrator, works on our board. He's also involved in um our minnesota usa wrestling board so he's working on growing wrestling in the state of minnesota and um he does a lot of streaming for our club so we're all just very involved in wrestling and we love it um i have a business called wrestling minded and so obviously it's very passionate you know very close to our heart you know as far as kind of wrestling and growing wrestling and making an impact in the community so um yeah that's kind of who i I am in a nutshell, but we definitely can pull back some layers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'd love to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, we usually ask this to all our guests and we responded to this question on our first episode. So what is your first or what was your first exposure to wrestling? So like it could be as a child or like whatever is true for you. For you. Yeah. Yeah. Great question. For me, it starts at the very beginning. I, I My dad was a wrestler and he, his hometown was very um, known for wrestling and was very successful and they were at state tournaments every year. And so I grew up around wrestling. He, every time his hometown would make it to the state tournament, he'd be hauling us girls. I, it was just me and my younger sister. And so no boys in our, in our family. So it was just us girls with my dad and he still loved wrestling. And so he'd haul us to the Minnesota state high school tournament every year. And we'd be watching all of his buddies, kids and all, all the, you know, everyone competing. And so I grew up around wrestling at an early age, you know, watching it, um, hearing about it, knowing that my dad was very involved in it when he was younger. So it was just kind of, you know, not something that we participated in. I was the three sport athlete in softball, basketball, and volleyball and volleyball became my main sport. So we were a very athletic family, but wrestling was just kind of something that we, watched from the outside because, you know, we didn't do it ourselves. But, um, you know, I went uh, on to college at the University of Minnesota uh, at the D1 level, and I played volleyball there for the Gophers. And so even then, um, you know, the Gopher team, the wrestling team back in the early 2000s, were very good. So every opportunity I could get when I wasn't in the volleyball, you know, gym or off traveling somewhere, I'd go try to watch matches and 
and, uh, you know, even see wrestling from that level. And then, you know, when I married my husband, he wasn't really involved in wrestling that much yet. But when we had kids, I kind of knew that I'm like, okay, I want to like, if the opportunity presents itself, I want, you know, to expose my boys to wrestling. And so that's, it all started kind of in my family. Um, we had a neighbor boy that wrestled and and the dad was a coach actually in our community here. And he took a look at my kid and he's like, I think he could really be a wrestler. I, and I'm like, I know, right? Like, <laughs> I was kind of excited about that. So we, we took my older son, Carter, uh, when he was in kindergarten, uh, just to go watch a practice. He wasn't quite sure yet if he wanted to kind of do it. He was kind of a little you know, iffy, washy. And so we took him and my younger son, who was like one at the time, Carter was like five, my younger son, Will was one. And we went to go watch a practice. And I still have this picture of, I remember I took it from, they were laying on the mats and I took it from behind and they were just watching and you could see all the other boys in the background. And, and that year he decided he wasn't ready yet. So we didn't actually start until the next year when he was in first grade. And then he was like, okay, I think I'm ready to try this. And like, little did we know how the floodgates would open up and how much wrestling would become a part of our lives after that. So we've been involved in wrestling now. I think I'd said, I think it's been about 11 years. Um, now he's a junior and 17 <laughs> and my younger son is 13. So yeah, that's kind of where it all started. I feel like then you're the most like wrestling immersed since you, your dad did it. Like, yeah. my, well, Nelson, yeah, her husband, yeah. uh, his dad, did he wrestle? Bob? He did wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. and obviously you liked wrestling like from your dad. So that's really cool that you decided to then, yeah. you know, expose your kids to it. And then did I hear, did your husband wrestle or did he not wrestle before? Yeah, this is also a very fun story. So my husband wrestled one year in seventh grade. Okay, so one year in seventh grade, and he got like suplexed and hurt. He got injured. And his his family, his parents after that were like, Nope, no more. You're done. Like, he did not wrestle after that. And, And if you were to ask anyone who actually knows him now that he only wrestled one year, like, he has become such a like in just immersed in the sports that he's just nerded out on it that like no one would ever know like he knows more about wrestling than wrestlers who wrestled like he just he's become such a student of the game that he and he's he's just amazing at what he's been able to like acquire and it all started literally when my kiddo started in first grade is when the first time that he actually started like getting back into it and understanding. And now he's like far surpassed (laughs) any expectations. I mean, it's just crazy, but yeah. Cause it reminds me of my father-in-law. So he wrestled in high school. He wrestled in college actually. Um, and then, you know, Nelson has a brother and my husband, you know, they wrestle. That's all they do. That's all they did. Yeah. All year round. That's all. I think they. I think Nelson said he usually had August and September off. Yeah. And then they would start wrestling again, or maybe it's just August. <laughs> but um, so they didn't start doing freestyling Greco until my husband was was it seventh grade or eighth grade. So he got in on it on the like the later end, right? And so they didn't really know much about it. And then my father in law became like 
the book for Greco and freestyle. (laughs) And so that's kind of how it like, he'd never wrestled it. Yeah. But like my husband's brother, um, what did he, so he was going for the Olympics. Yes, he was in the he, world he, he went trials. on the world team trials. He almost made it to the Olympics. Sure. And Bob was his coach. Because, yeah. like, he knew everything, right? Like, yeah. my father-in-law. Like, but he had never And he had never wrestled, wrestled it before. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's just one of those things, like any sport, right? Like, you focus mm-hmm. and you could be so knowledgeable about it. Yeah. You know? So. Yep. Exactly. Especially yeah. when you're passionate about yes. it. I mean, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Anything. That yep. was that was my next point. I was like, when you love it and like when you enjoy it and enjoy learning about it and enjoy watching it, like how do you not become yeah like an expert and like mm-hmm. so good at it? You know. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not likening us to like great, no. great sports I'm not people. an expert. I'm not an expert. But I feel like sometimes that I'm like I've never wrestled. No. Right. But like. <laughs> Every year, I'm like, I know more and more and more. And, yeah. you know, my kids are – my oldest is eight. So, like, by the time they're in high school, like, I feel like I should be pretty knowledgeable <laughs> on the sport, you know? Not a coach necessarily, but, you know, with time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll come. It'll come. Like, yeah. You know, after being in the sport for 11 years, I've kind of become the the mom that everyone's like, okay, Kelly, what's happening? Oh, I love <laughs> what that. went on there. What what did they do? What was that move? What happened? I'm like, I don't, you know, you just kind of know yeah. and understand and yeah. you become kind of the resident like, all right, Kelly, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Well, we also like wanted to talk about your book. Oh, so yeah. we purchased it. We read it. Yeah. So oh, we that's everyone awesome. to see it. I love that. Um, but we kind of want to know like what was your inspiration behind it? Like tell us why you wrote the book and all that. Yeah, you know, um, it's it's kind of multifaceted. So okay. first one, um, I think it, you know, one of my big inspirations is my dad, right? So mm-hmm, and my sure. dad um unexpectedly passed away back in 2016. Oh, so, I'm so sorry. It's sorry, kind of yeah. a little bit of a legacy for me to kind of just kind of keep like impacting the sport in a way that is very meaningful yeah. for myself and for my family. So a little bit of a legacy thing there that I try to kind of keep alive. And then Second of all, um, you know, there isn't a lot, there is hardly any like materials and books about wrestling. Yeah. Younger children, like a lot of them are, you know, past coaches or, you know, actual like wrestlers that have written like memoirs or like tips on coaching or tips on wrestling and strategy. But like, you know, there's some kind of even maybe some chapter books, but there aren't a lot of like resources for like young Mm -hmm. children around wrestling. Like there's so much about soccer and baseball and football and basketball and wrestling is just so underrepresented. And I feel like as the sport continues to grow and we know it is like, you Mm -hmm. can see it in every state, like just growing and becoming, you know, and and once people are in it, like as you two probably experience, like you just fall in love with it. Right. Mm -hmm. And, And then, you know, just being able to kind of, you know, have kids at a younger age understand more about it, like being able to read stories and talk through scenarios and kind of some of that messaging. Yeah. I think it's, it's so important to be able to reach them at a younger age when they're so impressionable and learning the sport than when they are later on and they're trying to like, oh, yeah, (laughs) like light bulbs go on later. Like there's opportunities for it to go on a lot earlier if we can kind of sit down and talk with them and read with them and and do things like that. And, 
And then I think the third reason that I really, I kind of am all about, you know, just being in sports and athletics so long, like as an athlete myself playing at college level. And I went on to even coach volleyball at a college level and the high school level. And, and now just being around wrestling for 11 years and kind of seeing where sports and athletics is going. I, some of the things that you kind of see and kind of hear about, it's a little like, Oh, oh yeah. On. Like I yeah. need to rethink this a little bit. Yeah. Right. Um, and so I kind of wanted to help just kind of empower and start inspiring a little bit of that rethinking process, or at least just maybe a little bit of a pause and reflection opportunity Yeah, to kind of start thinking about, you know, the most effective approach to athletics, right? Like I am all about kind of really loving the process before Uh we're loving the podium. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all about kind of really focusing on what the, it's just a different approach on like how you're getting to that next level, right? Yeah. You really love the process before you're so focused on the wins and the losses. Like it just, you find so much more joy and fulfillment. Like wins come. If you focus on the process and every day making progress and improving, those wins end up coming, but you're having so much joy and fulfillment and just becoming better and really being intentional about training and what you're training in and how you're doing yeah. that, that you find your joy in that. And that, that was kind of one of my biggest things that I wanted to kind of start the conversation about um, in writing this book and writing it in a way that is for younger audiences mm-hmm. that does feel like really relatable and, um, you know, easier to understand than, you know, like me just talking about mm-hmm. it here, you know, I couldn't say these same words to a a four-year-old or a yeah. five-year-old child, right? So it's it's just kind of a different approach. I felt like uh, doing that through story and approaching it from a younger age and even reaching parents from that younger age, yep. um, I just felt would be a really impactful and kind of out-of-the-box way to maybe start the conversation. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I love that. I, yeah. that. I love that. I love the message when I was reading it. I just, I love the message of him saying like, you know, I need to love wrestling before I, you know, I get the win. Right. Rocky, you yeah. know, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, like, it's Rocky. Right. I'm like, sorry. Yep, um, yep. <laughs> and so I love that too, because one of the things my husband always asks the kids when he's Maybe not as much in high school because it's a little more intense. But when he's coaching Yesenia's yeah. kids or our other like families in the club, the, the one of the only things he asks is like, "Did you have fun today? Yeah. Did you enjoy yeah. it today? Were you smiling out there? I saw a smile. <laughs> you know what I mean?" So I love yep. that because I think that is just always a good way to make the day positive because it is really about you need to love the sport and like you said, the wins will come. Yeah, yeah, and it is. It is kind of a, a a little bit of a controversial topic because mm-hmm. a lot of times when you hear some of those big coaches, like I just read a blog the other day where someone was trying to say, hey, winning's still important. We still need to focus on it. And I guess what I'm not saying, like, it's not that it's not important. Oh, it's, yeah. It's more like that can winning is still always the goal, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But you don't need to be fully like you can find your joy now in making progress and improvement rather than 
we're going it. Yeah. <laughs> until yeah. you get the win. Like wins are fleeting, right? They're like yeah. a flash in the pan. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. afterwards you're like, okay, wait, now what do I do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, now what am I working for? Yeah. So if we can just help kids kind of start rethinking that and kind of framing that a little bit different, I feel like we could make such an impact on just generations of kids to come, right? And even yes. parents now parenting, yeah, <laughs> making this a little bit, kind of rethinking our approach a little bit. And it's not like I said that winning's not important. It's just how, like what you're focusing on yeah. and what you're finding fulfillment and joy sure. in doing. Yes. Because I, you know, I sit on the bleachers so many times and I, I love like listening to people. Oh, and, yeah. Like, you know, like I'm such a Me people too. observer, like <laughs> yeah. even in gyms, like I, I, I'm an introvert myself. When I get talking about things I'm passionate about, like I could talk to you forever about wrestling, but yeah. um, I'm very much an introvert and I love to just like observe people and listen to what they're saying and what they're hearing. And I, I couldn't tell you how many times that I've heard from like a mom or dad that I'm sitting by that, oh, I just wish my kid would get a win today. And they would feel more confident or they'd feel more, you know, they'd feel happy. They wouldn't be so crabby all the time. And, and I just want to be like, oh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. they don't need the win to like no. feel confident. We got to find yeah. other things, little wins along yeah. the way. Like yeah. make the process enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. And then when they win, it's like, it's like the cherry on top yeah. rather than the whole cake that yeah. they're trying to you know, yeah. get. And if they don't get it, they're not. Yeah. Happy, yeah. You know? So yeah. it's just a different way of, of approaching competitive, you know, yeah. athletics or sports. It's just yeah. a different way of rethinking it that I think could be more effective in the long run and more enjoyable than some of the approaches that I kind of hear and see yeah. Yeah. a lot of people taking today. So, yeah. Well, I truly appreciate the message of the book. Um, I have four boys. I don't know if you're like aware of that, but, and they're young. So it's two, four, six, and eight. And we're looking for like the future always for our kids. So we ideally, they would wrestle through high school in college. And mm-hmm. in order to, for that to be sustainable, like what we want them to do is to love the sport. So like they'll have seasons where they'll be, they're at the top of their age group and they'll be like dominating. And then maybe the next year they won't. But does that mean that you should quit because you're not getting those wins? Like we just want them to be wrestlers for a sustainable amount of time. And I feel like focusing on other aspects other than wins and losses is the way to do it. And that's what we try to do. Um, And my, my husband as a club coach, I feel like kids wrestling is like sometimes whoever lands on top wins you know like as I mean as you keep going the skill level gets up there but like we don't need for a six-year-old to be sad or to be like only chasing the win like it's like okay let's identify as a wrestler let's have fun at practice let's learn let's you know learn the skill of you know being able to take coaching and like different things other than like Mm -hmm. I got first place or whatever so I really appreciate that message from the book. So I need to love wrestle, wrestling. I need to identify as a wrestler and I need to, you know, fall down, get back up, try again, get back out there. Like that's, that's the goal for my yeah. kids, for our family, for wrestling. So I really, I really like the book. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah the, I mean, that's huge. I completely agree with you there. Like it's not only building technical skills, right? It's character building as well. And that's sure. a huge, 
huge piece of it that if they can build that early, that you have that the rest of your life. Yeah. Right? You build that foundation now and learn the now, then it, it'll just set them up for being able to handle both challenges yes. and adversity and successes yep. in the future, right? Like yep. it's just, we're really just make, creating the foundation and making sure yep. that it's strong. And I believe that sport is one of the most profound ways to learn some of those like lessons, right? Yeah. You're kind of in this little microcosm of like life and you're dealing with adversity. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. Yeah. You can kind of take from that and, and apply later in life. Yeah. And I think it's just such a great opportunity for kids to be involved in. Um, as long as we're kind of laying the framework as parents and as coaches in kind of a, an effective way, yes. yes, I would say. Yeah. And that's, that's where it kind of starts and where I wanted kind of the goal of the book was to kind of start modeling a little bit of that structure and framework to kind of start rethinking that, that kind of messaging and that process a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So do you have the book? Oh yeah. Yeah. So um we will in our show notes and all that stuff put the link where you can get this. Um so I really want to win and it's by Kelly. Um and yeah, <laughs> so we can get that out there for a lot of people to know. We I, I know um we have like 80 club kids in our club. Yeah. So like <laughs> we got lots That's of youngsters awesome. that will um like benefit from this book and just like you said for parents, for all the all the wrestling people. I really like to yeah. the the terms at the back of the book. Oh, yes. Because yes. like we were talking and I think maybe we've said in our episodes, that's sometimes a big gap. Yeah, that's a big gap. Of like parents like not understanding what's going on. Their kid just started wrestling. Like even into high school, they like yeah. don't know what's going on. And yes. this is so helpful. I'm yeah. like, you could have a book, guys. Like yeah. you can read it in here. That's awesome. And well, I love I, the yeah, fun activities. Yes, yes. And I love the fun activities in here too that you put. Like that's fun. I'm thinking of like my yeah, nephew. Thanks. He doesn't wrestle, but like he loves like things like that throughout the book. Like do you want to – like he loves those like activities to like think and like pay attention like throughout the book. So yes. that was that was a really good idea. Well, and that was the goal too is that, you know, um, hopefully, you know, even if uh, families have kids that are wrestling, they might be – even towing along even younger ones that aren't wrestling yet, but they're sitting in the gym all day, you know, and you're trying to keep them busy as moms. And so I, you know, my whole goal for the book was to, it's very multifaceted as you can tell, but like even those activities and things in it, even for the younger kiddos that are just sitting there, you know, they're, they're a way to be involved and talk about wrestling, but still keep it fun and interactive and keep them occupied and, and, um, you know, doing more things like that, that are still wrestling themes, but, you know, it's helping moms and it's helping little ones learn and, and all those things. And not only the book, I don't know if you had seen, but I also have the, um, I have a coloring and activity book that goes with it too. So it's kind of like a companion piece. So like there's like dot to dot, like it's all the characters of the book and there's coloring and activities. So that was just kind of another way to provide, you know, once again, you're in gyms all day. Like, why not just keep the wrestling theme going and have conversations and keep kids occupied and, and things like that. So I just, that's my whole like approach is just to kind of rethink all of this and like, like what tools can we make for this sport to just really continue to 
just elevate it, right? Thinking outside the box and, you know, what's missing and what can, what can I do or what can others do to help continue to kind of fill those voids where there's either, you know, lack of knowledge or there's a lack of, um, you know, there's just more tools needed. Like they just don't exist. So what can we bring to the table that can still, you know, help people? Um, I think it's a big thing. And that's, that's what I'm trying to bring, you know, to the table and for others to do and just do it in a different way. Because I feel like, um, you know, I really appreciate what you two do. I mean, you're bringing the wrestling wife perspective and then, you know, the kind of the mom perspective on the other side. And for so long, I feel like the sport has been, you know, and it's not a bad thing. It's just the way it was, but kind of dominated by, you know, wrestlers who wrestled who go on to coach who then you know it just it kind of keeps cycling which is good it's great that's that's kind of what it has been but um I feel like if we can bring new perspectives to the sport like I think we really could just really make it amazing right like um from the wife perspective and the mom perspective and we have so many different um, you know, information and, and things to bring to it that, yeah, we could just keep on growing this. So. Yeah. I think that's why Mara and I also, when we, well, when our, her husband was like, you got to start a podcast. I'm like, there's so much room for that. Like that is not anything that I have heard of in like anything. And we did like a quick Google search and like all we found was like a WWE like yeah. podcast and like resource. Exactly. Um, but I'm like, like, why not? Like, yeah. we're there. Like you said, we're in the gym. We're in the bleachers. We're, like, there. And we have input. Maybe it's, maybe it's not the input you're used to hearing. Yep. Right? But, like, I think it's valid input, you yeah. know? So um, I truly agree with you on that. And as the sport continues to grow, which, like you said, it is growing. Like, I feel like there is so much information that needs to be, like, portrayed out there to like new parents or like people who are just curious or people who just want to watch on TV, like yep. that. I, like we're trying to do what we can because we love the sport yeah. and our husbands love the sport and my kids love the sport and hopefully your child will yeah. love the sport. <laughs> so like, <laughs> um, you know, and there's like people out there who like, I guess with the space, there's like always negative comments and reviews. Not that we get any or like that we have or whatever, but I feel like it doesn't matter because we're the brave ones who are putting something out there. So like you're brave and you put out a book about something that you love and like, yeah. we're, you know, trying to give information and we mess up and we do whatever, but like it's for the sport and you know, there's growing pains for the sport mm -hmm. and all that. But anyway, so yeah, sport is growing and we love it and we want to input. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And it's fun yeah. to be a part of it too. Right. Yeah. And rethink the way that things have always been done. So I, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yes. So being in Minnesota, oh. freestyling Greco is pretty big, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. do you have yep. a hand in any of that? Do your sons do that? Yes. Partake yes. in freestyling we, Greco? We okay. Both, uh, well, my older son has been doing it for quite a few years now, both freestyle and Greco. Um, okay. And then my younger son just started, I think he's been doing it for a couple years now. And um, my husband, Jeff, has kind of been the one that's... Um, you're really starting. We have our own school freestyle and Greco program now. So oh, he's kind of awesome. been the one that's starting Love to that. get that going in our own local club um, because it just hadn't been that big. But it's it's kind of one of those things that um, it's growing 
And my, you know, my older son's been to Fargo, you know, for the Freestyle Greco in the summer for the last two years competing. And yeah, it's just something that is growing and it's becoming, you know, more common to have now. Like it used to be just kind of elite programs, which my son does go to kind of elite program to train as well. But then now we're kind of starting it younger in our own local club programs are um I actually just put together a flyer today for our freestyle and Greco program for this year um I do a lot of I help my husband with a lot of the marketing and communications for our club I love that I I yes (laughs) Cynthia we should talk sometime yeah I I love doing that I I own another business that's focused on, on marketing so anyway I'm very much an entrepreneur at heart but um yeah we're just putting together um our freestyle and Greco and our program here. And last year we started it at fourth grade and this year we're starting at with first graders. So it'll be open to all our youth starting in first grade through sixth grade. We'll have like a youth program. And then we have like a seventh through 12th grade high school program as well that we'll be doing freestyle Greco because our numbers are growing. I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's so great. Yeah. My kids. So are, well, I said the ages already, but my six and my eight year old did it last year and my eight-year-old did it or do we do it they both did yeah well they're young but they love it like they are five and people like they love it it's like if you ask them they like it better than folk style but like it they just love freestyle and greco Greco specifically so do you have like a favorite freestyle greco i actually i really do enjoy greco as well my it was my son's favorite for a couple years now we kind of now it's kind of both he likes freestyle greco i think because he's gotten a little better at freestyle greco came a little easier in the beginning um but uh yeah i really greco is really fun to watch especially when it's just all upper body and you know they're yeah. just it's it's a different approach to wrestling right you mm-hmm. see them in their yeah. starting positions and you're like what the yeah. heck is going on they're all like oh, yeah right, their hands are here yeah. yeah 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 it's like that awkward <laughs> yeah 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 so it's a it's a kind of a different you know you think that you are a veteran like seasoned wrestling mom and then you watch a greco and you're like uh <laughs> mm. yeah like you're relearning all over again right but yeah um, it's so funny because I feel like I know more about freestyle and Greco match than I do like folk style because I I think just because my husband loves it so much so like yeah it's so funny like I feel like I'm even though I'm very passionate about folk style we love like I was I was unhinged at the sectional tournament last weekend (laughs) I will own it but like when it comes to freestyle and Greco I feel way more confident in what I'm yelling if that makes any sense yep yep (laughs) totally yep Yep. So wait, have have you been to Fargo? You said your son has qualified. Have you have you personally been to Fargo? Yep. Yep. Been there the last two summers. Yep. Watched all the kids in their black market (laughs) trading. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That is. It's a whole different experience. But yes, we we've been to Fargo the last two summers. Um, My older son has competed in both years. So yeah. That's that's awesome. We had a goal as a podcast to make it out to Fargo this year, but baby baker will be born (laughs) like yeah um yeah so we were like we're gonna try to go to fargo get some good coverage and then when i got pregnant i was like yesenia i'm so sorry i do like the week before fargo (laughs) and so um you know she took it great um but when my husband had to tell his wrestlers like hey 
I won't be at Fargo. They were like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's just, just no, one we year. get it. I'm like, yeah. yeah. It's just one year. Yeah. But maybe catch us in Fargo 2025. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard Fargo is so fun. Obviously, not from, from personal experience. I don't no. know that. But the kids all said that it was fun. Mm-hmm. I know you know the coaches who have been there say it's so much fun and yeah. i feel like it'd be fun for a spectator so yeah mm-hmm. yes yeah awesome. yeah it is definitely yeah. fun really good wrestling and uh yeah it's just it's fun to be there and we um you know we go to fargo as a club here in the summer for freestyle greco but we also go up to fargo for um they have like a rumble on the red at the end of december it's a big folk style yeah. high school tournament oh. so we're hitting up fargo twice a year the <laughs> these <Ooh>. days, so. <laughs> yeah that's fun so where in minnesota are you then are you i mean i don't yeah, know i'm not we're, too familiar with minnesota yeah we're in waconia so we're kind of um right outside the twin cities area so okay. if you know where minneapolis st paul is we're just kind yeah. of on yep. like a western exurb <laughs> i guess i would say okay we're not really considered a suburb but kind of more of an exurb but we're still really close to the twin cities like we can get into the nearest suburb in like 20 minutes so yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. I have a friend who lives in Champlin, grew up in Champlin, Minnesota. Oh, sure. Yep. Sure. Yeah. North. Yeah. 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 Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. That was my accent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then we also like to ask this question to all the wrestling moms or wives um, that we have on the podcast. Do you have any like tips or tricks that you would like to share with our listeners of what you've learned over the past, you said 11 years of being a wrestling mom slash wrestling wife. Oh, gosh. I could write a whole other <laughs> book on this one. This would be a chapter <laughs> book, I think. <laughs> but Just pick um, one thing. <laughs> goodness. Um, yeah, I think one of the maybe a couple of tips that maybe I could give. I love, uh, like for me, I'm always trying to be really thoughtful, intentional about what I'm saying at wrestling matches right like I learned even at a college level that even when we even on the volleyball court when we were talking to each other coaches were really like you know really be thoughtful about what you're saying right because there's no need to like put in nonsense noise and like really be thoughtful and intentional about you know because you only have one opportunity to potentially you know get that across and so a lot of times I when I'm feeling anxiety and I do a lot like so I take big deep breaths as a mom like I work on just breathing and that calms me down and then I always record my kids matches because I feel like I can kind of it it's I don't feel as vulnerable I feel like I have a little bit of a shield between where my wrestler is and where I'm sitting and it can just be and I try to be a little bit more quiet because I know that my kid hears me afterwards on the video (laughs) And so many times you're like, mom, mom, why are you saying that? I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to just, yep, just kind of yeah. be calm and quiet. But I just like to record because I'm like, I feel like I then I have a job. Like, it's my okay. job right yeah. now to, like, record this match because my older son loves, I mean, he goes back and watches video of his mm-hmm. matches to make sure he he's kind of looking at what worked, what didn't work. You know, what, did, yeah. what helped on this. So he loves to go back. And so for me, it's just... It's kind of, it's become like 
my job or my duty to try to take really good video because it's helpful for him. Yes. And then it helps it. me not be so anxious. And I'm just working on breathing and, and occasionally I'll get, I'll say like a, get it, get it Carter, you know, like, but I'm really trying to be thoughtful about, you know what I'm saying? Cause I don't, I feel and it's, and I'm not here to preach or anything because everyone has their different approaches, but I, I'm not going to add extra, you know, not like effective noise out into the air, right? Like I'm not here to to coach from the, from the bleachers by any means. That's, yeah. I'm going to leave that up to the coaches. That's, that's their thing. That's their duty. I'm here to be mom and, and cheer them on. And, and but I have a duty because I'm recording and I don't want to yeah. be on the, the recording. So anyway, that's kind of one tip that I kind of use to approach. Cause I know a lot of moms out there have a lot of like, they hide away or they're anxious or they just are like, yeah yelling every move which you know isn't always helpful or effective <laughs> for anybody so that's just one tip that I would say um yeah and then I think just another tip when it comes to like, like overnight stays we've always kind of had an issue at the beginning with like trying to figure out food like food for wrestlers is just like you know it, it's just this never-ending battle of like trying to figure it out we've kind of figured it out with my two boys that they always we always pack the same exact, the same exact thing every single time. They have their things that they've decided, I want this in my cooler, and we'll pack that cooler the night before. And if we're on an overnight stay, my kids have two coolers so that they use one during the day. And then at night, I had the other one's already packed, and we just do a swap. Here's your new cooler for tomorrow. They've got it done. And then, you know, and it's always the same exact thing. You know, I want two sandwiches. I want some goldfish. I want this. I want that. Like, we just know that we have this kind of standard cooler that gets packed. I want three waters. I want one Pedialyte. I want, like, it's just, it's standard. And we just, that's what we pack every time. So it becomes simpler. It becomes easy. I know every time I go to the grocery store, I know exactly the things that I'm buying. I know exactly how many I'm going to put in that cooler. And the night before, like, I'm like, okay, you're in charge of doing all your dry stuff. I'm going to make up your sandwich and, you know, wash some grapes and strawberries. I'll pack the cold stuff. You pack your dry stuff and we're done. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And we, we just take so much kind of thought out of it, right? Like, it's just, they know what works for them. And what items make them feel good when they need to replenish yeah. after weigh-ins yeah. or whatever. And we just simplify that. So, yeah, just a few That's tips, smart. I guess. <laughs> I, I love that because that is such a big mental load. To carry, I, I mean, just personally for myself, I, yeah. you know, I get all the snacks ready and all that. And I have, you know, four of them. So there's a lot and they eat a lot. But I struggle, Mara knows this, I struggle a lot with like the amount of snacks they eat and what they eat and whatever. So I'm always mm -hmm. constantly like trying to find what's working. And I don't know that I found anything yet. But if I do, like the mental load of like, just keep repeating that. Yeah. Like that is, that sounds like, I think when you were talking, my mouth was like, like, <laughs> that is such a good idea. Yeah. Because yeah. Just systematize you, like, it. Just standardize it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You hear like, uh, you know, if you read like a stuff self-help book or something a lot of them are like I wear the same clothes like not the same clothes but like I have all like five shirts and five pants that I wear every day because then I don't have to think about it and that takes like one less thing to think yeah. about 
like off of your mind. And I'm like, exactly. anyway, so I love that tip. Yeah. I have not heard of that before. And I, I love it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so sometimes you should try the trading cooler. It makes things so much easier yeah. in overnight trips that you're like, cause they eat out of one for the whole day. And it's, we usually get like just the, you know, like the kind of personal size ones. And then at the yeah. end of the night, you know, if they're staying at a hotel, I just bring a new cooler with all the stuff they I grab the one that they used all day and they're ready for the next day. Like yeah. there's just, it's just so simple that way. Like you don't have to yeah. think about, you know, getting them, you know, individual stuff and, you know, it's just a little extra investment to have two coolers for one, you know, for both kids, but it just saves on so much. Yeah. Mental yeah. hassle. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Worth it to spend yeah. the extra money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Do you, did you have a question? I have one yeah. question and it's silly and it's yeah. not related to wrestling, but as a fellow Midwesterner, you know, I'm from Wisconsin. You're from Minnesota. I have to ask because it was a big controversy between you and Oh my and I. gosh. <laughs> I need oh. to know, is it a hot dish or a casserole? Oh, it's hot dish. Oh yes. I feel vindicated. <laughs> I feel like that. I feel like that. You like picked your pool. I did pick my pool. <laughs> I knew you'd have my back. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay definitely hot thank dish. you always hot dish. Uh, yep. yes. well i think i thought we had settled it already and said that like hot dish is the the dish and then the casserole is the plate thing. i just had to hear it okay all right i got you <laughs> i got you <laughs> reeling it back to wrestling yeah reeling it back to wrestling um okay so we loved having you on here do you want to just uh quickly like plug uh your website the book uh, the coloring book anything else that you have Sure. Um, really quick. Yeah. And then we'll make sure we link that. Yeah, for, for sure. Yes. Well, um, so I have a wrestling minded, so that's kind of my business and, you know, the business that I use to publish the books and you can find me at wrestlingminded.com. And on there, I, I also have like, I sell apparel, like, so it's all about kind of bringing nuances to wrestling. Right. So I have yeah. kind of some fun shirts and apparel and, and things like that, that I sell in there as well as, um, I've developed other kind of uh, just different tools. Like I have practice planners for coaches that are specific to wrestling oh, so cool. and just things like that. So you can find yeah. that at wrestlingminded.com. Yeah. And then everything to do with um, Rocky, the wrestling dog, uh, you hey. can find at Yes. And I, I do have, it comes in paperback, hardcover, ebook. And then of course, like oh. I mentioned before, there's the coloring and activity book as yeah. well. So you yeah. can find all the links to that. They're all on Rocky the wrestling dog books.com. I was gonna make sure. Yeah, Rocky the wrestling dog books.com. All the links are on there. And um, I have you know Facebook and Instagram for wrestling minded, and I can I think I sent you guys the links, and then I also have a page set up for Rocky the wrestling dog too, because Rocky the wrestling dog is actually inspired by our real family dog, Rocky. So he is actually there is a real life dog behind the inspiration for the book. And you'll find, um, you can find this on Instagram there as well. And even there's more kind of behind the scenes on the book. Like we, there's more dogs in that book that are actually based on real dogs in our life. So Rocky has some cousin dogs that are in the book and um, other kind of friend dogs. So we kind of introduce more of the characters on the Instagram pages and things like that. So kind of all the behind the scenes stuff you can find at Rocky the Wrestling Dog over on Instagram as well as oh, on the website. That. So yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, we'd love to have you on a different time to talk more wrestling yes. stuff. Yeah. I feel like oh. you, you said earlier. Anytime, any day. Wrestling yeah. forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Yes. Um, we are not sure if this is releasing when this is going to release. So I'll just keep an eye out for it yeah. and we will see you guys later. Thank you so much, Kelly. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah. Thank you. Thank right, you. Bye, everyone. bye guys. We love you.